It's the icon for Dubai and a symbol of luxury throughout the world. The Burj Al Arab, the world's only seven-star hotel. And lucky enough, that's where we are right now. She's Carrie, I'm Jim, and this is our podcast we call The Best Trip Ever. And that name seems very apropos right now. Yeah, when we were planning our 10th wedding anniversary, I was trying to think, where in the world can we go that would be just super iconic and life-changing and dreamy? And so we went with Jim's Dream Hotel, which is the Burj Al Arab, located right here in Dubai. Now, I have been a fan of this hotel since I saw it being built on television in 1999, so 20 years ago. And after 20 years, you might think that a property might be tired, a property might have seen better days, but uh, the Burj Al Arab lives up to the hype. Absolutely. And the interesting thing is everybody wants to come here and everybody wants to take pictures of it. And when you actually arrive at the property and you get to the bridge, to the security checkpoint, they say like approximately 1,200 people a day show up and want entrance to the to the actual property, which is not allowed. You have to be on the list and be a registered guest or have a dining reservation to even step foot into the hotel. Yeah, I can imagine if they let people in that this place would be a zoo and that would take away from the experience, particularly when they have such a high-end clientele here. And I have to say, as opulent as this resort is, and we will get into all of that, the gold leaf everywhere, the fine materials and construction, this place would be nothing without the service, and the service and the staff has been on point. Yeah, we stay in a lot of luxury five-star hotels, so service is number one with me. And from the moment that we arrived at the hotel and stepped out of our vehicle, they greeted us by name. They um, gave us a great uh, welcome, which was what they have their specialty dates, which don't even have um, their pits in them, a cool towel. And it was just a really special experience. It's not a traditional front desk. They actually take you up to your suite to do your registration. Yeah, we uh, didn't have to wait to get checked in. We came in, as Carrie mentioned, they gave us some refreshments. They greeted us by name, her name and my <laughs> name, which is rare oftentimes. And then they whisked us right up to our suite. It was a seamless process, which I love because let's face it, when you get here, you're excited to see everything and they do not disappoint. Absolutely not. And one of my big concerns is because it's considered to be a seven-star hotel and the ultimate in luxury, was I going to be underdressed coming into the lobby? Definitely not. It did not have a snooty feel to it at all, which was, again, one of my biggest concerns. So let's talk about the resort itself. Uh, The first thing, as uh, you see the pictures or if you're watching the video, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel or like and subscribe and please share this podcast. It would really help us, particularly on YouTube. So please subscribe if you're watching the video. But if you see this or you've seen pictures or video of the Burj Al Arab, everything that is gold is real gold. It's gold plated, it's gold leaf. It is real gold. It's not just paint, uh, just a level of luxury of luxury that is unprecedented. Uh, the carpet is so soft and padded, uh, the finest materials. Yeah, everything here is over the top in terms of quality. The linens on the bed, again, I always joke and say my favorite beds are marshmallow beds. They are so wonderful. Soft towels. They have figured out every last detail and make sure that nothing is uh, goes without being under or untouched. 
So each suite is two stories. So on the ground level, you have a desk with a business area. You also have some a table, a huge couch, some other pieces of furniture, and your gold entertainment center. Yeah, and you can have a DVDs brought up to your room if you're not interested in the multiple channels of television they offer, a mini bar. But I do think it's quite impressive that they have a business center with a lovely um, Mac computer here right in the room, which has been helpful for things like checking in for your flight. If you feel like you need to double check your email, it's really, really nice. It's also helpful to upload this podcast. This podcast was uploaded on the computers here at the Burj Al Arab. And it would be remiss if we didn't mention probably your favorite amenity of the mini bar, the coffee maker. Not just any coffee maker, the gold coffee maker, which I've really enjoyed having my espresso every morning. And again, one of the nice features when you're staying at the Burj Al Arab is that you actually have full butler service 24-7. So you download the WhatsApp app if you don't already have it, use the QR code, and you have 24-hour access to your butler. So when I ran out of coffee yesterday morning, quick little text to my butler, and here comes more coffee. You need more water? Here comes more water, whatever you need. As Carrie mentioned, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary, so I had a card and some presents and things, so I thought it might be fun for the butler to deliver them. So I messaged him on WhatsApp, I uh, dropped off my uh, items, and he even wrapped them for me in gold paper and uh, Jamira uh, Burjal Arab ribbon, and they were waiting here in the room when we got back from the pool. So again, just a lovely, lovely level of service. So as he mentioned, this uh, suite is two stories. You go upstairs, there's a dressing area, there's a bedroom, and a luxurious bathroom. That bathroom is enormous. I think some the bathroom is larger than some New York hotel rooms we've ever had. Giant a jacuzzi tub, lovely shower with multiple shower heads. I jokingly call them the car wash shower heads that go up and down the body shower. Double sinks, vanity, bidet, toilet, everything you could think of. And again, high quality linens, robes, pillow, or robes and slippers in the room. Just excellent on point. This bathroom is spectacular from the uh, jacuzzi tub, the deep jetted jacuzzi tub to the shower, which has several shower heads. It's like being in a body car wash. It is incredible. Plus all of the toiletries, the body wash, the shampoo, the lotions, all full size and all high quality. Yeah, they're all Hermes. So you are looking at lotions and two different kinds of shampoo, two different kinds of of, um, conditioner and body wash, you name it, it's all Hermes, full size. And they replace it, I think, every three nights. So if you go through it, they'll replace it for you. But nothing is here that you wouldn't need. I mean, and if you don't have it, you just ring your butler and he can bring you shave cream or lotion or whatever it is you need. And the, the Hermes uh, soap is fantastic. I love the soap. It, it's clean and then when you're done, your hands are also so soft. I didn't even know soap could could do that. So this is a level of opulence and extravagance like no other. As we mentioned, the resort is about 20 years old now. And as I look around, I think this has a classic look to it, and I think it still holds up today. Yeah, and it's also what you think of when you think of kind of over-the-top Middle Eastern. I mean, it's owned by the Sheikh, so of course, whatever he wants, he gets. I mean, every little detail to the medallions along the ceiling level, the light fixtures, 
everything is very opulent. If you are a person that likes traditional clean lines and dark colors, this is not your hotel. Yeah, this is not the Ritz in London. This is something else entirely. And we'd be remiss to, to just focus on the fixtures and the furniture without talking about the view. Both uh, the upstairs and the downstairs, the living room and the bedroom, have floor-to-ceiling windows that give you a water view of the city and also a water view of the Palm Island. Yeah, it's fantastic. Floor-to-ceiling windows, I would guess, are about 10 to 12 feet high per floor. And honestly, we've never closed our curtains since we've been here because we can't get over this view. They do have uh, curtains and shears that are on a remote control, but I've never used them. Speaking of remote control, not only does your TV remote control the television and all the other electronics, it also controls the uh, do not disturb button on your door. It's also a way that you can message your butler if you want to call your butler to the door. You can also do it through the uh, the convenience of your remote. They've thought of a lot of details here at the Burj Al Arab. Yeah, every little detail you could consider. And I'm sure there are hundreds of other things that could be done that we didn't even think of. So if you happen to be staying here, let us know what you were enjoying while you stayed here. Yeah, we probably haven't scratched the surface. Yesterday, as we're recording this, was our 10th anniversary, and we were lucky enough to get a royal cabana down by the pool. Yeah, and this pool area is incredible. When the hotel was built, it was built with a very small pool, which I wouldn't have even realized it, except the fact that three years ago, they added on an additional section to the pool area. It's connected basically on a floating island to the property itself. It was constructed in Finland, and it was in about, I think they said 11 months is what it took to build it. And then it was brought in by barge and attached to the hotel. So they have multiple pools. They have a saltwater pool. They have a freshwater pool. They have two categories of cabana. They have a regular cabana and royal cabanas and full food service and multiple restaurants all here off the back of the hotel and facing the Arabian Sea. So we spent all of our time in the infinity pool, which is salt water. There's also the freshwater pool, which has a swim up bar, which you can go and enjoy a beverage. But we spent our time in the infinity pool just off the man-made beach area. And again, our Royal Cabana was spectacular. It was enormous. I think we've uh, had apartments in the past that have been smaller than that. It had um, a giant couch, a mini bar, which was soft, stocked with wonderful soft drinks, coconut water and nectar beverages and Red Bull and Pepsi products, waters. It also had cookie jars and gummy bears and just more than you can think of. And with that, you also had a button that you could, call, again, call your butler and or place your orders. Included in your daily royal service um, cabana was a 500 dirham credit towards food and beverage so we could order food throughout the day or beverages. And also included at no additional charge was actually any kind of coffee beverage you could think of. So we had everything from, I believe, uh, matcha mochas to date lattes and just kind of loaded up on my caffeine yesterday. And the food was excellent. Uh, I ordered a veggie burger, which was probably the best veggie burger I've ever had. Uh, we ordered salads, and then you also ordered a pizza. Yeah, the pizza was fantastic. It was a flatbread with different kinds of vegetables and great cheeses. And then my Greek salad, of course, was fantastic. The produce was so fresh. When we first checked into our cabana, they brought us one of the biggest fruit platters I've ever seen with every kind of fruit you could think of, from raspberries to dragon fruit. And they bring a, a little fruit platter to your room as well. I've eaten so much delicious succulent melon 
uh, watermelon and cantaloupe and pineapple on this trip. I've definitely gotten my vitamin C and it's been delicious. But getting back to the cabana, not only do you have a shaded area that faces the infinity pool, you also have a back tanning deck. That was fabulous. It's got three loungers, a table for four, as well as another sitting area. And I jokingly, as I was sitting out there yesterday, said I felt like I was staying in an overwater bungalow because we were overlooking Jamira Beach and it was a totally private area and just a great way to watch the world go by. And that infinity pool is spectacular. Also connected into the pool are for lack of a better term, hot tubs, jacuzzi tubs, bubble tubs. Uh, the water is a little bit warmer than the regular pool, but not dramatically so. I mean, because it gets like a, you know, over 100 degrees normally here, a hot tub, you'd be like a lobster boiling in a pot. It's a couple of degrees, but it's still very pleasant. And what's also nice is the lifeguards on duty just keep hitting the button if you want bubbles in the hot tub while you're sitting there. But a really nice experience to overlook the Arabian Sea in your own infinity pool just a very relaxing serene experience one additional feature that the royal cabana has is it has a full private bathroom so you've got your water closet and then it has a full shower and it was great because after spending the day in the pool and getting salty from being in a saltwater pool and just being in the sun we were able to go in there get cleaned up before we headed back up to our room and it was really really high quality as well and once again they supplied all the amenities in the shower room as shampoo and conditioner and everything flip-flops you name it it was all right there and it's so funny to be there in the infinity pool and all of these boats and jet skis. There's a there's a line that they cannot cross to get really close, but they'll stop and take pictures while you're sitting there in the infinity pool. You feel like you're a celebrity or something. But aside from the view of the Palm Island and the Arabian Sea, the best view is when you turn around and you look up and there's the Burj Al Arab, the iconic building, and you're just feet away and you're in this pool and it doesn't feel real. I think about every person that was out by the pool yesterday was doing a lot of selfies. Jim was offering to take pictures because there's nothing better than having your picture of that icon in the background. Yeah, it was amazing. Just a spectacular view. They have thought of everything. If you don't have a cabana, if you are part of the membership uh, or a resident, you can uh, be in the area with the um, with the cabanas, with the Royal Cabanas, I should say, in the beach area. And if you just lay out there, they'll bring you a bag with water and water spray and some other amenities during the day. Yeah, it's great. And the interesting thing is part of the pool area is actually sand bottom. So kids were out there making sand castles. And while you're there throughout the day, we noticed various butlers coming around to chairs and I think we had watermelon soup at one point cold soup another time they had avocado smoothies they brought around homemade popsicles so every couple hours they bring around some sort of cool amenity to kind of cool off and have a nice sweet treat it was one of the best days ever it was so amazing so if you get a chance and you are lucky enough to stay here at the Burj Al Arab I would recommend the upgrade to a royal suite because it will be a spectacular day they do have an option that you can actually book a cabana if you're staying at one of the other sister Jamira properties and you're not a resident of the Burj Al Arab. That being said, it's priced accordingly. So the pricing is tiered. So you'd want to look into that. I mean, of course, if you can treat yourself to a very special occasion and stay here and treat yourself to the Royal Cabana, that would be the way to go. But if it's a little bit above your price point and you're still at a Jamira property, spend the extra money and spend the day here. Loved it. Um, as if that wasn't enough, after we were done with a day 
in the infinity pool in our royal cabana. We got ready for dinner at their famous restaurant. Yeah, Al Mahara, I think is what it was called. And it's kind of an iconic restaurant because it is at their giant aquarium. So you have to go down an elevator just to get into the restaurant. It's very much under the sea. And we sat right next to the aquarium watching all the fish go by and the moray eels and feeling kind of guilty because it is a seafood restaurant. Uh, What a spectacular experience to go down the elevator. It's almost like being in Sea Lab or something like that. And you you go down the uh, the gold elevator and into a bar area that's dark and uh, lit with some dramatic lighting in the bar and other areas. And then you walk through this gold tunnel and you come out onto the aquarium with all of the fish and Carrie mentioned there are eels and there's even a a giant hump-headed Mary Rass that wriggles its way through. And uh, we didn't, I don't know if I got a good picture of it or not, but we looked up and there are even turtles. They're hard to see. You probably have to look up, but there are even turtles in the tank. They didn't really circulate much when we were there, but what a huge, huge aquarium to be able to sit there and enjoy the fish and enjoy all of the decorations. It is such, such a spectacular experience. And I found the pricing to actually be quite reasonable considering where you're at. We've eaten at some pretty nice restaurants and hotels around the world where if you're staying at a five-star hotel, they seem to charge you a five-star price on food and beverage. Here, I didn't feel like the prices were out of line considering where we were at. I kind of had a mental budget of what I thought dinner should cost, and we hit it almost to the penny. They have a a chef's menu where you can do a a fixed menu. You can do a fixed five courses or seven courses. Uh, The only thing is the table has to get it. Everybody at the table has to get on the, the fixed menu, or you can order a la carte, and that's what we chose to do. And I don't know that we could have eaten five or seven courses. I was pretty full by the time we were done. Yeah, well, after all the noshing all day long in our cabana and then coming back and having more amenities in the room, there was no way I could work my way through five courses. So when the bill came, we realized it probably would have been a wash to do the price fix menu, but I just didn't have room for it. Uh, there's also a restaurant that's up on top that you've probably seen when you look at the Burj Al Arab. There is also a bar up there that you could enjoy with a view of the sky. Yeah, Gold 27 in the Sky Bar. And again, another thing to keep in mind, if you're going to be attending any of these things while a guest here at the Burj Al Arab, you do need reservations for everything. They'll help you make them if you haven't done them in advance, but it's something you just can't drop in and say you want to dine or have a cocktail. You do need to have reservations because the spaces aren't that large. There are multiple restaurants on property, though. We uh, went up there in the past. We didn't make it on this trip but uh, it's still spectacular. Another thing we were able to tour is the spa and the indoor pool. The indoor pool is gorgeous. It's probably the most beautiful mosaic tiles I've ever seen. It's on the 18th floor, which again, because everything is double here, that's technically the 36th floor. So imagine having a gorgeous view of Jamira Beach while you're swimming in the indoor pool. It's pretty spectacular. There's like red and gold tile. We can't take pictures of that, but uh, definitely make your way to the 18th floor. There is a co-ed pool and there's also a female pool. And there's all the uh, the regular spa amenities that you would expect. But again, uh, you want to talk about opulence and extravagance. This is probably one of, if not the most beautiful spa and indoor pool you are ever going to see. It, it almost is a callback to the Hearst Mansion, but with different colors. Yeah, and one of the things people have asked us with coming to the Middle East and going to the UAE is how conservative your dress has to be. 
We found just about everything when we were out by the pool yesterday. We saw tiny string bikinis to people that were covered in head to toe. So, you know, use your discretion. They do have signs up that, you know, they recommend, you know, they say modest attire. I had a swimsuit on and did not feel like I was, you know, being offensive in any way. So you just want to keep that in mind that you're going to see a little bit of everything. Dubai is such a multicultural nation that it's probably a little less conservative than the rest of the UAE. Yeah, we just tried to be respectful. Um, and like you said, there were other people who were dressed in uh, different layers and uh, showing more skin than others. But it seemed to be kind of a live and let live, particularly in this environment. Um, I thought that the Burj Al Arab, it is spectacular. It lived up to my hype and expectations. And I had really, really high expectations on this one because obviously it's been on our wish list and our dream list for, you know, <laughs> almost two decades. So the fact that we finally got the opportunity to spend our special occasion here, I was thinking that maybe I'd set my heights, uh, sights too high, but not at all. It exceeded my expectations. As we mentioned, it is our anniversary. And um, it seemed like everywhere we went from our room to the lobby, to the restaurant, to the beach, um, Carrie has gotten, I think we figured out four or five, maybe even six, depending on how you count, flower arrangements. We came home last night and there were rose petals all over our bathroom. We've gotten several different chocolate celebratory anniversary cakes. So the staff is always on point. They know who you are and why you're here, why you are here. And they try to make it very special while you're enjoying your experience at the Burj Al Arab. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about one of the, a lot of these upscale hotels is that they have kind of a great communication network. They know who you are, but they're not intrusive. They knew it was our special occasion, and they did you know extra things to make our day special, but they weren't in your face, and they weren't getting into your space. So it was really fun to come back to our room and see you know chocolate-covered strawberries and a bottle chilling on ice without even having to tell somebody. They just knew it was special, and they went above and beyond and really did a great, great job. As we mentioned, this is a Muslim country and uh, alcohol is only allowed in certain hotels. Uh, for example, we got a date, an apple welcoming drink that looked like a champagne bottle, but it was non-alcoholic. And I, I don't know if they served alcohol at the bar. I would imagine that they do. But I have to say that um, right now, you know, Carrie doesn't really drink and I'm not really drinking right now. I thought it was a nice experience just because I think it made the pool in particular more serene. Uh, there wasn't like a lot of music playing and people talking loud. And I just thought that it made for a much more pleasant experience in this luxurious environment. Yeah, one of the things is when you do your pre-registration online about 48 hours prior to arrival, they sent an email and said, what are your requests? Are you celebrating? And you could actually request to have your mini bar both with or without alcohol in it. I didn't care one way or another. Ours is without, but you can purchase it because how it works with alcohol in the UAE is it's your liquor license is attached to the hotel or the restaurant. So you can't just go to any location. Those specific venues have to have their own liquor license. That's why you'll find a hotel that has 15 restaurants or 10 different bars because they get one license that goes underneath that giant umbrella. But I don't find it to be a big deal here. I didn't see a lot of people actually drinking. I mean, everybody seems quite content with what they have and you know you've got so many other great things going on a bottle of champagne is not going to make or break your trip so let's talk about the price point is it something where if you have to ask you can't afford it you know it's not the least expensive hotel in the world i'll be honest with you 
but I don't think it's the most expensive. The rates start here. Um, I did double check it. Today's rate of exchange from the USD, including tax and VAT, you're looking at about $1,500 a night. I will tell you, if you book through Stellar Travel and a virtuoso advisor, we can get breakfast for two daily included, as well as resort amenity and sometimes even a one-way airport transfer. We get some pretty fabulous amenities, which makes for a great added value. So if you are looking at a special occasion, $1,500 a night, you could easily spend that just in an overwater bungalow in Tahiti, and you haven't eaten a thing. How can people contact you if they're interested? Carrie, K-A-R-I, at StellarTravel.com. So when it comes to the Burj Al Arab, what are your three favorite things? Uh, The Royal Cabana, hands down, because that was such a special experience to be able to go into air conditioning, have a great snack and a coffee beverage, then pop back into the pool, in my infinity pool. That would be hands down number one. Number two is the actual architectural design and color of this place. Before we departed, we actually watched a documentary on how it was built and the designers, and that made all the difference in the world. It all kind of came together and made sense, and I got a whole nother level of respect for the actual building itself. And number three, I'm going to say just the suite. Having the two-story suite was such a fun concept because if one of us got up in the middle of the night or got up earlier, we had tons of space. And with those views of the palm, I could not stop staring. And I think I've probably taken 100 pictures of just out the window from our suite. And yourself? Uh, I agree with everything you said. Uh, To add on to that, I would say that the service level Uh, You can have the most spectacular infrastructure and property in the world, but without service, you're going to have a bad time. And the service was on point. It was very attentive. Oftentimes, the staff delivered things that you didn't even know you needed or you wanted. Uh, If you listen to our podcast at Wild Wadi when we were down at the pool yesterday, uh, people brought over a charger for the phone we were using. Uh, People brought popsicles over. Again, the staff was super attentive. Uh, They know your names, they know where you've been, where you're going, and what to do to make things better. So the staff was on point and it was spectacular. I'm going to say that Royal Cabana, uh, fantastic uh, to have so many amenities and the food and it to be air conditioned and the uh, the restroom facilities with the shower over the top and incredible. And I guess just the iconic architecture from everything being gold to the finest fabrics and construction to the, to the design. There is no hotel on the inside or the outside like this in the world, and, and it shows. So if you get the opportunity to come here, uh, even if you not necessarily can't afford the $1,500 a night, maybe just try to make a dinner reservation so you can at least see the lobby and, and say you've been here. It's, it's spectacular. The atrium is breathtaking. Everything here is just over-the-top spectacular. Yeah, I would highly recommend this. Make this, you know, a stopover on your way someplace else. Make it a special occasion. Treat yourself for a night or two. You don't have to stay here for a week. That's what we've done. We've made it a three-night stay to highlight that very special occasion before we move along to another great place. But I would definitely come back. 
in a heartbeat. We can't wait to come back and we keep thinking now we keep saying next time, next time. And there will be a next time. This is our second time here in five years and we'll be back. Speaking of next time, uh, we are looking at coming back here in 2020 to Dubai for the 2020 Expo, the World's Fair, and we are looking at maybe putting a group together. So if that's something that you're interested in, if you've never been before and you want to be here with someone with some experience who can uh, kind of show you around in Dubai and take care of things, uh, keep that in mind. And uh, by the way, where can people contact you if they're interested in Dubai or interested in uh, the Expo 2020. Carrie at StellarTravel.com. Expo 2020 actually runs from October 2020 to April 21. And it's going to be a six-month World's Fair. And we will definitely be putting together a group trip. So reach out to us, get on the list, and come and make it your best trip ever. And also, we're going to be next going to Atlantis in Dubai. So we'll have a review of the Atlantis property, of the water park at Atlantis, and then also Motion Gate Dubai theme park, and uh, maybe another theme park. We're not entirely sure as we're recording this, but one more theme park. So we've got several more podcasts to go on our Dubai trip. So be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Best Trip Ever, also on Twitter at The Best Trip Ever, and like, comment, and subscribe, particularly to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. It would uh, help us out immensely. So uh, keep listening. Uh, We've got more reviews and more great information coming as uh, we continue our trip in Dubai. But here at the Burj Al Arab, the world's only seven-star hotel, come here and you can definitely make this part of your best trip ever.